So Ben. Yes. Dan. Would Jesus play <laughs> Would Jesus play Dungeons and Dragons? You were already stealing my thunder. <laughs> uh no, I don't think he would. You don't think so? No. Do you know any Christian young men who do? Yes, I had two sons that used to. Yeah. That I was So, so would Jesus would would Jesus play a Ouija board? Oh, of course not. <laughs> Would, Je- would 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 Jesus consult his can I, t- can I can I tell you a quick story about a Ouija board? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. This is gonna be so, good. So and this is not Please? to do it. So so my sons, um, they they work at this bagel shop and they had a they had a Christmas party and some of you know, half of them are Christians, half of them are not Christians. And half well, someone brought a Ouija board for one of the white you know, white elephant I, I gifts. I actually heard your boys talking about this. The so. fact that Mattel makes this, by the way, oh, yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the weirdest yeah. things. Yeah. Anyways, so that night they come home and they like they they purposely brought the Ouija board home to burn it. And so I've got like I got like 10 college age young men in my house that are pumped about burning this thing. They're like, we're gonna burn this thing, and I'm just like I said, you cannot do it in my house and you cannot do it in my driveway. So they did it out in the road, the middle of the road, which is, you know, it was like midnight, you know, whatever. Cops come. What did you guys do? Yeah. Burning a Ouija board, <laughs> casting out which, You know, so anyways, they're burning it. And as they're burning it, this is crazy. Uh-oh. The last, the last part of the board to burn, you know what it said? No. B-Y-E. Bye. Wait. <laughs> When you say it's so said BYE, <laughs> on the boards, there's a row of letters, yeah, right? Yeah. So how? So are you saying those were the three last letters those are to th- go? The last part of the board to be okay. burned was the three I letters see. by. I've got a better one. Ooh! I have heard, but this is hearsay, but I have heard <laughs> uh, from uh, someone who definitely f- uh, believes that she was involved in like exorcisms for a while yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, told a story about burning the Ouija board and having it bleed. From that I middle would, piece, yeah. So if you had said that, I was about to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I've, I've got, I've got picture evidence. They, they took a picture of it because they, they were, their minds were blown when wow. they were doing this. Anyways, we just <laughs> talked about demon stories in between episodes, and we were like, should we we're tell not, any demon stories? We're not stories? telling demon stories, and then the first thing we do is tell <laughs> demon stories. Well, oh, okay. By the way. This is Life Talks. My name is Dan. You are Ben. We're the teaching pastors yes. at Life Fellowship. We don't typically tell demon stories here. Well, at least not on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we've been talking. We're, we're in this series on Doctrine 101. We're, we've now reached the area. We're talking about angels and demons and Satan. And um, my question as we kind of kick off this, what you know, we keep saying this is the last episode that we're going to do on this topic, and then we do one more. <laughs> but I work with a lot of young people. Uh-huh. Um, and over and, and there seems to be a fascination with the dark side yep. many times. Mm-hmm. But do you believe that in this world there are, let's call them portals, let's call them doorways um, mm. through which Satan um, approaches or even works? Now, let me, let me give some because it, they kind of run the gamut. And I think I have a biblical basis for some of, some of these. Okay. But, I mentioned the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, horror movies, oh, yeah. demonic horror movies, yeah. um, uh, seances, yeah. tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, did I pronounce that right? Tarot, 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 yeah. tarot cards. Horoscope. I thought it was tarot. <laughs> no, <laughs> channeling. Yeah. Drugs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pornography. Mm-hmm. Eastern mysticism mm-hmm. that would would even at times be found in the practice of yoga mm-hmm. 
or martial arts. Channeling, mm-hmm. centering, mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in general, making any kind of contact with the spiritual yeah, I, world I, it, 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 <clears throat> through meditation. It's a long list. Crystals, yeah. crystals. Crystals, okay. yes, right? yes. Harmonic convergences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are... Yes. Do I believe that there are ways to engage and interact with the spiritual realm that are is not good? Absolutely. And there's a lot of things that you mentioned there that I would say, you know, outright yes, that is definite. Labyrinths. I keep coming yeah, up. Yeah, right. More. So, so, so I mean, there, <laughs> how there many are, real labyrinths are there? <laughs> oh, in 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 the Middle Ages, they were very popular. Yeah. In in mysticism and and so, so, so let me just oh, say this: cool. those things like Ouija boards and seances, and I mean, they are outright demonic. Okay, some of the other things like yoga and martial arts are probably. Could they be depending on who's leading it? Yeah, but there are some people that just do yoga because they want to stretch. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that, you know, just because you do yoga, no, no, there'll be people that fight against that for me, but I think there's some, this is kind of a- Maybe eat, do a debate episode. Eating meat, eating meat, <laughs> sacrifice to idols. Um, I, th- there, there are gateways, yes. There are- So why would we flirt with a gateway? Well, we shouldn't. We should. Then why should a Christian do yoga? Oh, I see, I've gotten, I I've gotten I into debate. Mode. All right, all right. Press pause on that. Press pause on that. No, but here's here's and and well, as a father, you and I both have had to navigate this. Okay. So it, 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 there's a reason they put Ouija boards right next to Clue and shoots and ladders. Yeah. Um. There's the the, the 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 fact is there's something about teenagers like to get together and tell ghost stories. Dick's thing, you know, they're right. watching Friday the Thirteenth and they're watching. Yeah. You know, people that are basically their their cultural peers. You know, be sacrificed on yeah, altars. Yeah, there's the, it, that can't be right. that to me. That can't be okay with God. No, I don't. I think we have to. We should have a sensitivity to gateways that are that lead to the demonic. Okay, um, but but I think that okay, there are some. You, you just gave some very pronounced, almost obvious things. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's going to go to a seance and be like, I just hope I get baptized by <laughs> Jesus at the end of it. Like, like <laughs> right, right, right. Th- there, there's some very pronounced, we know some things that are occult, we know things are, are devil worship that we just, they're just, everyone knows that. But there are also, there's also the demonic and portals and gateways like anger. What does if he's say in mm. Ephesians 4? Do not let the sun yeah, go we, down on the anger unless you give the devil a foothold. Okay, so these footholds or strongholds that the enemy can get in our life, there are some very obvious ways, and then there are some very, you know, gossip. So anger. Pastor Ben has quit yeah. preaching and now gone to meddling. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's a perfect point because sometimes we, Satan wants to distract us by using the extremes, yep, thinking, yep. "Well, I don't do that, so I'm okay." Yeah, and and yet we're you know somebody's beating their wife. Yeah. yeah, I mean, t- to me, any time that you are you are working against anything that is sin, anything that is darkness, anything that is evil, that is wicked, th- there is you're you're allowing yourself to open yourself up to more sin, to more wickedness, to more you know temptation, to more deception. Uh, I don't think there is a. I don't think we just can say all of this is very. There, there's a pile of devil demonic stuff over here but when i'm greedy and i'm angry and i'm you know lusting like that's just that's just human behavior no there there are there the, the demonic is working through all of it 
And I'm not I'm not contradicting myself yesterday when or last time when I said, oh, we can't blame everything on a demon. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can, but right. I do know that the demonic loves to te- like go back to the story in Acts chapter five when um, Ananias and Sapphira they sell a piece of land, they keep some money mm-hmm. back from themselves, and they go to Peter and the apostles. They lay the money at the feet, trying to deceive them into thinking this is the money we got. And what does Peter say to them? Um, you have believed the lies of Satan. Satan has lied to you, okay? That there's this sense of the devil working in someone's heart and how they gave money. Mm-hmm. So there are all different kinds of ways in which the enemy works. Yeah. There are definitely more pronounced gateways of inviting, opening your heart, your mind, your body to the demonic and we've all heard stories of these of people that have gone through that. You know, I started messing around with the Ouija board, and then I, then I, well, you know, had a bad dream and woke had up a, and, bought yeah, some yeah. crystals, and all of a sudden they are, you know, certain degree, you know, Wiccan. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like there's real things like that that are happening today, um, and people can Jesus can still save those people, but I think we just have to. I I think the point you're trying to make is there's too many Christians flirting with with potential gateways to the demonic that mm-hmm. they need to be careful of. I, I agree completely. And yeah. And, and the other thing is because people like to listen to this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's why I brought it up because yeah. in the back of our minds, I, I don't know. And, and and again, I'm a very bipolar person and I see everything. You in, heard it first. Dan has bipolar. <laughs> no, but. Here on Life Talks. <laughs> I see, I see everything in blacks and whites. Right. Totally. Circles and sticks, ones and zeros. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, and I know that the world um, that we live in is not that clean. There's more gray. There There's is more gray, gray than. But yeah. I still contend that a lot of what we want, we're willing to dismiss is, well, that's just a gray area. We've just not we've not thought about it enough. Yeah. We've not gone deep enough. Yeah. And and okay, so I grew up in you know with my white privilege in the Midwest and a Christian home. You're what's wrong with the world today, Dan? <laughs> well, in the eyes of some, which and I can take that back here ones and zeros yeah. too. But but in the in the end, um, I didn't grow up in the home of. And there wasn't porn laying around my house. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't a drunk. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we're generationally intact in terms of our marriages. Yeah. Um, you know, my my mother uh, nearly took the TV out in the yard and shot it the first time somebody said, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> right, you know, so <laughs> so I grew up in. But at the same time, I also have a hypersensitivity, yeah. I think. Because well, of my, whether you want to call it naivete or being sheltered or or greenhouse, whatever you want to call it, but I can tell you that I don't like horror movies, and it's not because I, I'm a chicken. I agree. <laughs> I'm I'm the same way with you. They feel dark. Yeah, they feel the, demonic. The, anytime that there is a kind of a glorification or, um, yeah, the the, the the there's a difference between the you know horror movies and then just the horror movies that are like you know Exorcist, you know that kind of thing. Like, there's some there's some things out there that are just like. Well, and that's kind of where I'm headed, though, is that do we become, over time, if we feed the wrong things in our body, mm-hmm. numb to the negative and immune to the positive? So, in other words, you know, and I've had conversations with people like, it's just like everything I, you know, I think about, well, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. And and that, to me, that smacks of legalism. Yeah. I can never be good enough for God. I can never please right. God. God is always looking for a reason right. to fry me. At the same time, how does the believer in a world that's filled with Ouija boards and porn, mm-hmm. in a world that is in, 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 in a fallen 
world that affects us personally where, yeah. you know, I can, I can be at a Bible study and have a filthy shot, uh, a thought and wonder where did that come from? Yeah. But how do I feed the antidote to that? Right. And I don't think we talk about that. No. As, you know, no. The, the opposite of hate is love. Right. If I really want to hate Satan, I got to love Jesus yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, I think that there... I'm glad we're making this very practical. This is probably the most practical episode we've done in this entire doctrine well, series. Well, you know me. That's mm-hmm. where I like to go. Um, I do think that there's, we have to, okay, so there's a couple things that the Bible teaches us to do. If you go to 1 Peter chapter 5, when it says um, the devil's is is a is a lion seeking to okay. devour. Okay, so we talked about a little bit about that last episode. But what does he say? Resist him. There's this sense of, um that, that Peter says, first of all, that very phrase, resist him, tells us some really important things. Number one, you have the power to not do what you're being tempted to do. Yeah. That non-believers don't have. Romans 5, 6, okay? 7, 8 deals with that. Too. We have the power through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through the resurrection, through the blood of Jesus. I mean, when whatever the, the, the enemy wants to do to us, we have the power to say, no, I'm not going to do it. We can resist him. Okay. The, the other thing that we've got to do is we've got to fight. Like, like if you look at Ephesians chapter 6, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. There is a hierarchy, right, within yeah. the demonic realm. And there's always a very strong proactive, flee useful lust. Resist the devil and he will flee from so, you. So there's this resist, but there's also this be aware of the schemes and fight. Yes. Most people don't wrestle. They, they just are like... I want to avoid or I'm going to succumb. I'm just going to be a limp fish over here and you can just beat me up and do whatever you want to with me. But have you ever wrestled? I mean, I had an older brother, okay? So your entire life was wrestling. I wrestled I wrestled growing up. And I, my my brother was always kind of bigger than me. I, I always call myself, I'm the runt of the litter. If you saw my you saw my other siblings, like they're they're just, my, my sister's not bigger than me, but, but you know, like my brother's six foot five, broad, you know, he's just, tall, dark, and handsome guy. Even my brother Richard is, he's a little bit broader than me, a little bit, I mean, maybe a hair taller than me, but I just, I'm a little bit skinnier, thinner, but I would wrestle my brother. And, you know, I, when wrestling is that one sport, you do it for two minutes, you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And which makes the story of Jacob wrestling with God so fascinating that he was able to just hold on for dear life for so long. But when, when Paul says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against. He's, his whole point is you better learn how to fight. You better learn how to how to hand-to-hand combat, roll around on the ground and make sure they that you don't get pinned, but you pin them. And to me, most Christians are either lazy, oblivious, or or they just don't care about the reality of, of what, what's happening in our world. And, and, and again, Paul says it's about armor. You know, breastplate of righteousness, helmet of salvation, belt of truth, shield of faith. Like he gives us the things to focus on and to build into our lives so that we're protected. So you used a really key word while ago that I I think we need to pause on. And that was the word scheme. Mm. You know, there's a there's a strategic element. Yeah to living in a fallen world that I don't think we talk about much. Yeah. You know, you you spoke of, of wrestling. You know, there's there's certain moves that you do in response. Mm-hmm. There's counter moves. Yes. If you play chess, if you ever watch a, a chess tournament, often the first dozen or more moves are very rapid. 
Yes. Because they already know what their first dozen moves are going to be yeah. and their counter moves in relation to what the other person does. Yes. Yes. It's only when you get toward the end of the game that things start slowing down and that timer really becomes a powerful yeah. thing because yeah. your options have, have started running out and has become far more complicated. And, and so I think a lot of us treat Satan and demons and evil and temptation so casually mm. that we have – the Bible says that the devil has a scheme or a strategy yeah. for our defeat. Yes. And and we don't have a strategy for our resistance. Yeah. And I to me, that's one of the biggest things, if you could take away from this episode, is y- we need to understand the power we have in Jesus. Mm-hmm. We need to understand that you need to do things to make sure that there's that you are resisting. You're resisting Th- those that word schemes go back to our last episode. That to me, the two words that fit within the schemes is the deception and the and the temptation. The schemes are all about getting trying to get you to to fall away from God, to not trust God, to stop loving God, to rob you of joy. That's what He's trying to do in your life. Yeah. And so you've got to have a you got to have a game plan. Yeah. If you don't have a game plan, I, I mean, how many times there have been times in my life I look back and I can look back after I've made like just a really dumb decision or a really foolish choice. And I can literally see the steps that the enemy did to put things in my life that led me to that point. Mm. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. How did I not see that? And and it's because Mm. I I got lazy. I started thinking I'm better than I really am or whatever, whatever Mm. it might be. You let your, you let your guard, you let your guard down. And most Mm. Christians, you know, don't ever put their guard up. Yep. And and so you've got to be aware of the schemes. You've got to fight. You've got to wrestle, um, and and be aware and not afraid. I think a lot of Christians are more afraid of the devil than they are of God. Yeah. And I'm not. I mean, that's a bad way of saying it. I think that there's a real fear that people have of Satan, like what Satan can do. But really, God is all powerful. Mm-hmm. Like when Jesus walked around. He had authority and he gave his disciples authority. There's an authority we have. And again, I don't want to get into the whole, can Christians cast out demons? I know that that it has happened and it can happen. I don't put that on my card of things that I want to do, <laughs> but I do believe it's it's something that some that a lot of Christians have experiences in. And, and But why? Because you have authority. Stop being afraid. Be more aware. Learn how to fight. Resist. These are the things we got to take in, practically speaking, um, knowing that the enemy is out there trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Yep. So anyways. Well, and I'm, I'm going to, we don't have a lot of time. Boy, that episode went by quick. I know. I, I want to give Josh a question to, to lob, or a, a moment to lob a question as he's figuring out which one of the five he has there he's going to ask. <laughs> well, I, I've I already want, had them in order, Dan. <laughs> well, I just, I just want to say this. I think those who are listening to this podcast, though, in light of our discussion in the past and, and today, I, th- I think we really need to reflect on what we're allowing mm-hmm. to be introduced yeah. into our thinking, into our lives. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, Paul said, you know, think on these things, mm-hmm. not the others, but, mm-hmm. you know, these, these holy yeah. attributes. And I don't think we pay enough attention no. to the principle of that. And I would just say... Uh, I don't think it's a bad, I don't think it's legalistic and I don't think it's, it's, it's oppressive parenting for you to say to your kids, nope, you're not watching that. Nope. That music's off limits. Nope. That movie not happening here. Nope. No porn in this house ever under any circumstances. I'm going to limit your access to certain social media Uh Uh, to me because that's what parents ought to be doing. 
Um, and I, and but then again, there aren't different rules for adults than kids, right? In terms of right and wrong, right? And so, if we're going to say to the kids, "Well, you shouldn't," then we need to be careful about yeah. that as well. Okay. Yeah. All right, First Samuel twenty-eight. What is going on with Saul and the witch, witch of Endor, and, and 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 not the moon with the Ewoks? I mean, the the the, the other Endor. <laughs> <laughs> the Witch of Endor. What is going on? So obviously she was someone that was <clears throat> could conjure up the demonic, mm-hmm. right? The reason why I believe she was someone who had um could could call on the demonic for people, because again, people would want to say, I want to talk to so and so and so and so and so could I think the reason why the demonic has uh, so much knowledge, they just watch us. They just have incredible knowledge, not because they're all they're omniscient, because they watch us. But I do believe it was Samuel. I believe it was okay. the spirit of Samuel because what's her response when she's like, I want you to conjure up Saul for me or Samuel for me. She's like, Whoa! Right. like she like freaks she out because out. she's like, you are Saul. You are. Or, yeah, you are Samuel. You are really here. And so for her, she was really right. Surprised, right? Which Saul tells had us been, had been executing, yeah, or, or yes, yes, dude dealing. But then he's like, I, I, I need one more, because yeah, yeah. I'm freaked about this thing. Yeah. And see, and so the spirit of Samuel comes up and is yeah. like, "Why have you disturbed me?" Which is like the weirdest <laughs> thing for I know. to say. It feels like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. And then they have this conversation. It basically says, "This is what God's doing, man. Yeah. You're, you're, you're out of luck." I mean, kind of a thing. is it interesting that Samuel on the in the other side knew it was going to happen in the future. Yeah, that's Ooh, that's, that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I hadn't thought of that. That's actually that's also very interesting. But so so how was is God allowing her the power for Samuel to come and visibly and audibly be there? Is that a thing that demons or Satan has the power? I, to I don't do? think that they can do that. I think that was God intervening. Sometimes you see God intervening in okay. these really like pull the curtain back. I'm, I think what. Saul had closed his heart off to God so yeah. much. I think what he was doing is he was meeting Saul even in the witch. He was saying, I, I'm going to give you what you need to hear, even through a dead prophet, because you've you've hardened your heart towards me. Mm-hmm. You've, you've walked away from me. And even though you're trying to find mm-hmm. answers through a witch, I'm still going to meet you there. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. It just seems like it would have been nice for Samuel to also say, by the way, it has nothing to do with her. This is God. Like, because this is like probably confused a lot of people. It seems like here's a witch with actual powers. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I, I just think her response probably gives us that clue. Yeah. That would be my opinion. Cool. So, Thanks. all right. That was a great way to end this yeah. portion of uh, of our study on Doctrine 101. And, and folks, there is no end to questions, right? Which, which, again, makes faith and scripture and truth and philosophy all such wonderful topics uh, to, to discuss. But we always point you back to the Word of God and ask you to continue your study listening to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's something, again, many times we do not spend enough time doing that. Uh, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So let's listen and let's learn from the Word of God. As always, thank you so much for joining us here at Life Talks. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.